Blog Talk Radio. Fridays with your host, Jazzy, Sterling, and Sunny, live in Maui and St. Petersburg, Florida. I hope everyone is doing extremely well um, today. It's always an amazing day, March 31st, 2017, and we're on your airwaves at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Time and uh, 6 a.m. our time here in Maui. Huh, Jazzy? <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. Yes, it is um, early morning in the beautiful land of paradise, and yes, we're up so that we can bring you all the latest news, entertainment, and fun, and I'm going to take a nap now. Goodbye. No, just kidding. Whatever. <laughs> Good morning, Sterling. <laughs> How are you this morning, huh? Sterling. Is that weird? Sterling, can you hear me? We can hear you, Sterling. Hi, Pooh. Okay, how does it sound? Can you hear me now? I feel like I'm on the commercial. Yes, no, we can hear you. Okay, I didn't know if you were getting an echo. That's how we didn't get a quick sound check in there because we're so far away from each other. This is the hardest. Uh, I know. Ever. <laughs> You're here. I'm I'm actually in Petersburg at John Pass, which is one of the most beautiful spots in Saint Petersburg. Um, out at the beach at John Pass. Oh my God! Listen, normally, normally for all of you that are listening, and for those that are new to the show, normally we are in Georgia, and um, Sterling comes on Same and makes us feel all jealous. Right, saying how it's so beautiful in St. Petersburg, and now he's rubbing it in, you know, that he's at the beach and all of that. And we're normally like, oh, man. And now we get to say, and we're looking at the beach and the mountains the and mountains the clouds and, the and, and the palm trees. So <laughs> I'm not so jealous today. <laughs> Robin and I are jealous of you guys. Oh, my oh, God. No. You know what? Maui is amazing. Just let me tell you, all of the pictures that you've ever seen, they do nothing for this place. It is absolutely gorgeous. And um, we're here on a workcation. Everybody keeps saying, oh, you're vacation. And we're like, no, we did the little vacation part, but we really are now we're on the work in the trenches the working. That's right. Networking, meetings, you, you name it, we're doing it. 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Unlike some of our, you know, further up east that are still feeling the cold and the crazy weather that we've been having. Um, and a lot of people in Georgia, just let me say, you know, our prayers are going out to people in Georgia. I don't know if you saw it, Sterling, but uh, they're hitting some storms. So a lot of people are without power in uh, Georgia right now, especially in the Atlanta and surrounding area. They're without power, and one of our major highways, um, Highway I-85, had a major fire and collapsed yesterday. Just like just one of the busiest highways in one of the busiest areas, and it collapsed. So all you see, you know, you saw yesterday on the timeline on Facebook, on the news, Messed up a whole lot of people's scandal and Grey's Anatomy, so they were really upset about it. But they were bringing live news back to back to back about the bridge collapsing. And it appears that it was a lot of PVC or some type of piping work, I guess, that the construction crews had up under doing infrastructure. Excuse me. And so it somehow caught fire and collapsed miraculously. They had how I had to say that very slow at 6 o'clock in the morning. Um, But miraculously, nobody was injured. That is such a miracle. That is such a miracle. So we want to send out our prayers and support for those that are experiencing less beautiful um, weather and opportunities than we are there in the Georgia area. So, Sterling, what's been going on with you, Papa? turkey leg mailed to Maui, right? You just know that. We need four turkey legs to survive. You probably have great great turkey legs here in Tampa Bay. Oh, my God. You know that pineapple will be about $20.
So, so you, we can get, get we can get fifteen cheese. turkey legs to one pineapple. So you don't get laid really uh, real cheese in Maui. No, oh my gosh, Sterling, Sunny, can I tell them the story? Can I tell them the story? Go ahead. You can tell me anytime so, you want to tell me a story about getting laid. I'm always interested. Let me. Hello, hello. Oh, <laughs> so you know all of us. So let me birth everybody's dream and bubble. So most of us saw the Brady Bunch show where they came to Hawaii. They all got laid at the airport. They went to a luau, got laid. And, I mean, everybody was getting laid. The kids were getting laid. I mean, you know, they started so young. Um, But but anyway. You're supposed to get laid. You're supposed to get laid, man. So, you know, I'm all excited. We're coming over with. We're looking for shoot locations for Steel Gray. We're working with some independent businesses. At the same time, it was our anniversary. So, you know, I'm going to get my beloved flowers. I'm going to get laid at the airport. So we get off the plane. Airport is so fun, by the way. We get off the, get off the plane. I'm walking around waiting for the people to run to me joyfully, blissfully, and lay me right there at the airport in the middle of the floor. And so I see other people with, you know, some lays, but I'm not seeing Brady Bunch. Everybody's walking around with lays. And so I say to the guy, um, hello, where's our lay? Don't we get laid at the airport? And they looked at us like, what? I mean, I need you to snap out of it. No, you don't get laid. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. <laughs> so what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> so unless you are like, you know, signing up for an excursion or something like that. When Once you sign up, then they give you a lay. But if not, you have to buy those lays, baby. Mm-hmm. You have to buy the lays in Hawaii. Oh, so I, was a, I was so disappointed. No, so I don't get welcomed by a girl in a grass skirt and a naked man playing the no. ukulele and singing, at all. you know, blue Hawaii to me. Oh, not at all. You're not going to get. Now, what you will get, it's you will get the music. It's bad enough that Elvis Presley is gone and not going to sing blue Hawaii to me. Oh, my God, right? So, you know, we can just grieve over <laughs> oh, that right goodness. now. Seriously? <laughs> Seriously. But you will get Hawaiian music, and you will get the nicest people to greet Ever. you. In the world. Yeah, that's true. In the world. I, I, These are I, some of I the nicest people in the entire universe. And, and we're in Maui, so I can't speak for every every place, but in Maui, at the airport, the grocery store, standing on the streets, hotels, at the beach, wherever, wherever, you you will find some of the absolute most wonderful people in the world here so that made okay so let me tell you the lay story so um we we were at initially when we got here a friend of ours flew out and celebrated our anniversary with us and we stayed at this hotel in um lahaina i'm getting so much better at saying some of the some of the i know right some of the locations i've been jacking them up bad oh my god you just want to speak Opera at yeah, because you can't pronounce it. But at Lahaina, we stayed at this hotel that is so incredible. 
and you know we were up high. They gave us a very um, what did that? We sat on the 12th floor so we could see everything and far out. And so I came back downstairs one day. We were leaving, and there was a lay on the the concierge's desk, and I was like, "Oh my God, it's a lay! It was beautiful. You could smell it like just inches away." And I go, oh, my God, I want to lay. I said, can I have it? And she said, well, you can look at it and you can smell it. (laughs) She said somebody, you know, one of the owners left us here for, you know, everybody to see and how beautiful it was. I mean, it was a big one. It was gorgeous. When I tell you I was almost in tears and I begged and pleaded and begged and pleaded and almost cried. And and the lady looked, she said, you really want, I said, you know, my dream. And I told her the Brady Bunch, you know, story. Do you know she gave it to me? She gave wow. me, I got laid in the lobby. What? You got laid in the okay. lobby. Hey, got, got laid in the lobby. So what's the price to actually buy one? Yeah, you have to buy. I don't even know the prices. They have some lay farms where people grow all of the flowers and the orchids, and then they send them somewhere. I forgot the name of the place. They send them somewhere to be stringed. And then you can buy, like, they have Lay's for sale in the grocery store in the, in the refrigerator. But I, I didn't even want to look at the price because I didn't want to take away my disillusionment that they're just so freely given. Yeah. So, but I, I did get a Lay here. I did get laid in, in Hawaii, and I am excited about that. Don't know if it'll happen again because um, I'm not going to buy one. Seeing as how you can just open the door, walk, drive down the street, and see tons of flowers everywhere. Okay. Yeah. And you know, today I actually have had an opportunity to just with it. Um, it's what six? It's almost six fifteen this morning, and the the light is just coming up here, and it's amazing that throughout the course of the day. You have the mountains, and I ain't going to lie to you, a lot of them right, right now look like volcanoes because it looks so dark and there's clouds hazing over the top of them. But they're so pretty. And it's you're talking gorgeous. about 10,000 square foot of elevation. And it's absolutely front. gorgeous. The ocean front. And we, yeah, saw, exactly. and we saw whales, tails. <laughs> yes, it's whale watching season right now here. It's so almost over. Jumping. I forgot that Hawaii was such a big. I forgot that it was. So, remember, it was a big whaling center. Yes, 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 yes. And you it's know, still people, very much so. That, that's what they survived on for a long time. I was the whaling industry. I'm sure they're hoping that Donald Trump is going to bring back whale killing along with the coal industry, because I'm sure that we need those jobs. God forbid that we don't employ the whalers. I mean, okay. you know, you know, we had to get into that, right? You do know. Okay, well, yeah. we're, before, we even, before we even go to that tandem, you already know. <laughs> you already, you yeah. already knew it. Yeah, you already know that Sterling was waiting to, to hit that hit that button. Let's take a quick commercial <laughs> break because today we do have a. I, I do want to share. We have a special guest who's going to call in because we are right at the at the cusp of April, which is Autism Month. And we want to have an opportunity to uh, talk about some very important info in regards to that and a very special uh, course of events and things that are going on that people need to know about. So we'll take a quick commercial break and be right back. Okay, can I just say turkey leg? 
Alright. Oh my god. Oh my god. Here we go. Insurance Associates Atlanta, formerly Mathis Insurance Services, is an independent agency offering personal, commercial life, and health insurance products to meet the needs of your business and your family. We specialize in helping you protect all of your assets, whether you're purchasing insurance for the first time or searching for better products at a better price. Feel free to contact us at 770-483-0310. We're conveniently located at 1030 Remington Drive in Conyers, Georgia. Visit us online at insurance-iaa.com. All right, we are back. We are back. We are back. We are back. And we are live on Fantastic Fridays with Jazzy, Sterling, and Sonny. And today's special show, we are live in Maui and St. Petersburg, Florida. So we're on each side of the globe, people. So Mm -hmm. you can't say that we did not reach you across your time zone because if you ain't in between either one of these then you're just going to listen to the archives how about that (laughs) it's a six hour stretch (laughs) oh my god but um i do want to um definitely acknowledge um a few things We've, we've had quite a few things that have been going on um you know over the last few weeks and um i'm so so uh very much um encouraged to speak about them today. And uh, before we went to a commercial break, we did mention that we're going to definitely talk about the upcoming month of autism. But it's been, uh, March is, uh, as we're coming out of March, which has been uh, Women's, uh, Women's Month, um, you know, for the month, month of March, that there's been a lot mm-hmm. of amazing things that have been happening around the world, um, good, good and bad, um, depending on how you look at it. You know, um, but with with us being at the very end of the month, um, I think it's just important that we as a network acknowledge all of the uh, women that are working in the trenches in public and private sectors and government um, organizations and, uh, you know, in business that are, you know, really accomplishing some amazing things. And, uh, you know, even our, our everyday um House makers and, and mothers that are, you know, pushing forward to, to carry their families. Live Off Radio wants to acknowledge you and say that we appreciate each and everything that you do and commit, you know, to our communities as a whole. So um. I wanted to make sure that we touched on that. Yes, um, even though it's the last day of the month, it's still important to make sure that we, we examine those things and, and say congratulations to all those who have achieved some amazing things over the last few weeks, even though I know we've been on a hiatus on vacation slash workation, um, you know, thank goodness for social media and some other things that keeps us connected. Um, but I will tell you a lot of the things that may have not been so pleasant. I have not been trying to tune into because I have been trying to have a great workation. <laughs> so if uh, right? we haven't touched on those, we'll have plenty of time to touch on those kinds of things. But this today, we're just going to kind of measure the upbeat things. How about that? What I need to say is that I think that the fact that you guys are out there working, slash celebrating, and I, I think you should tell our listeners which anniversary it is. Yes. Well, how about that? Three actually... Years. Yes, we've actually had an opportunity to celebrate our three years as a couple, our wedding anniversary. Um, in five years, 
It's been five years since we met. March is March. You know, it's so funny. March is Facebook online. Is great. Yeah, it appears. You know, Facebook is great for you know Sterling the uh, throwbacks or memories. So you know, like this month, um, I cannot lie. Like almost every other day, there was something that was posted in my memory. Like, good God, we did that. Yeah, okay. So I acknowledge that. Then something else would come up. I'm like, man, this was a great time. Then you post it again. But literally, <laughs> March was the month that Jazzy and I met. And uh, and that was historic, you know, meeting uh, during an event, an amazing event. We had an opportunity to MC. Did not know that either one of us was going to MC with someone else. And so our first moment of meeting was a little, like, interesting, awkward. And, uh, yeah, it was. It, it, Yes, and I, I put it on Facebook. So if you guys are on Facebook, feel free to see the uh, epilogue short story that I posted on my page, and I changed Jazzy on it. And it was so, so cute. <laughs> yeah, so it's a picture of us the first day we met. And, um, you know, another thing came across our timeline this month that uh, four years ago in March, um, our radio network blossomed to uh, multiple days of programming with Roger Watkins and J.L. King, um, who are part of, who've been a part of the massive Loudmouth Radio Network, you know, from uh, our humble beginning. And you know, for us, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest, Sterling. Last few days, no, over the last few weeks, you know, we, since we've been out here in Maui, I promise you, your days, your times, all of those things just start running together. So you don't even really know what day it is and. You know, we're trying to communicate with people back on the East Coast. We're like, what time is it there? That's it's so like right here. Yes. <laughs> so you're really trying to stay in touch with everything. But literally, um, I have been telling people, yeah, our radio network is three years old. And then I have to think about it. No, we're four years old this year. Um, we've already yeah. crossed into a four years as a radio network. And I know, guys, some of our listeners are like, okay, well, our programming has not been on a regular schedule. And you know what? It hasn't been. I can't be too apologetic because we, we're we're making some moves and changes and adjusting. You know, there's been a lot going on from city, state, and government, and I think everybody can kind of mm-hmm. see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then within that four-year anniversary, yes. we got Sterling yes. as a new yes. uh, and I was going to say last year well, we got Sterling. I think yes. we're about celebrating almost. Uh, it's got to be approaching two years, girl. It's it is. yes, we that right that's right, Sterling. We we and what he means by that is we met Sterling um at church in Saint Petersburg and I mean the connection he and Robin Robin is our you know, she's our honorary. Robin's host. on here somewhere. I, I, I mean you can hit her button it, it's probably the six three one number, uh Sonny. Yeah, Robin's our honorary host and we met them both at church. And, you know, we just connected. It was just instant and just fell in love with each other. And then to find out Mr. Sterling was the man, the wizard, uh, and and had hosted and has been a part of broadcast and journalism and the art world for many, many years. And to have him join um, now my radio network was just incredible. So we, we have really had some great celebrations. 
Yes. Well, and, and it's and a, I feel very blessed. It was. It's interesting is that that we got to meet at church because for one thing, I feel that we're King of Peace MCC here in St. Petersburg, which is the church we met at, is a blessing mm-hmm. to my life. And then one of the reasons I feel that it's a blessing is that I constantly get to meet great people. And getting to meet the two of you has only been a blessing that not only enriched my life with your friendship and love, but then to get to join your network has been just wonderful. So I, I like I said, it's got to be close. Why don't you look up the date? Because I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know why? Yeah. Because Jazzy and, and Sunny, you remember we had that great picture taken out back. And I, po- I was going to say, let's that look on our memory. Yeah. So we'll be able to look that up on um, Facebook and see about somewhere right about in there is when I started on the radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to say it was closer mm-hmm. to like June because I know we, we participated in, in St. Petersburg Pride that same yeah. year. Um, we had a very profound uh, 2015. You know, a lot of things was happening. Um, marriage equality across the U.S. passed and all of that took place, you know, pro- profoundly that year. So, uh, like I said, yeah, I, I agree. Memories on Facebook are a jewel because, you know, we all have very hectic and busy schedules, and sometimes we forget things. And you have an opportunity to have a recaptured moment, and you're like, oh, man, I didn't remember that. So um, I can say that, you know, social media is great for that. So, um, But I do want to make sure we move on along. I, I know that we have Ms. Elude Epinoza. Espinoza on the line with us, and I want to have an opportunity to bring her on. She's been um, patiently listening and waiting, and I hope uh, you guys are ready to hear a very powerful soul share her work in the community. Remember, we're, we're still in March, mm-hmm. so I think this is a great a great piece where we can we can talk about it lose as a as a power worker in the community, but also kind of introduce yes, autism, um, which and starts she's April. a good friend. And she's yes, a she good is. friend, a good sister. Yes, she thank is. you, thank you. And good morning or afternoon. Good morning. Hi, good afternoon, and welcome, welcome. Hi. I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm Sterling. It's great meeting you. I just want to thank you guys for the opportunity to share such an important community concern. So basically, I just wanted to tell you real briefly. My name is Elisa Espinoza. And I was introduced to autism uh, uh, disorders in 2006 when my grandson was diagnosed with autism. He's now 16 years old and a nonverbal autistic teenager who I have custody of. The challenges that I've had with raising him have led me to become an advocate and supporter of families dealing with the challenges of autism, which brings me to speaking about Lighted Blue. Lighted Blue is... Hello? Yeah. We lost mm-hmm. you for a second. No, I think we actually lost. I think she dropped off there for a second. So, and that's okay because um, sure she'll come back. Call. She'll yeah, come back, she'll come back in. <laughs> yes. Well, so, she's there. Well, this well, is interesting because, I, Sunny, I was so excited when you told me that we were going to have this, uh, this subject because I just recently... Um, had a girlfriend of mine that um, has now have a, has a member of her family, a darling 
uh, boy. And um, so I was interested for her to hear it today. And um, okay. and you she's get to see on. the board. Oh, she's Technology. back. Okay. Yeah, she's back on. Uh-huh. It is what I say. It's technology. Okay. <laughs> and, and we always have those hiccups. We do, but I it's know. okay because so people know moving. we have it. Yeah, and we keep going. We keep moving. Well, every, okay, so Light It Blue. Yeah, April 2nd kicks off Light It Blue Month. Uh, the International Autism Community in commemoration with the United Nations sanctioned World Autism Awareness Day. So it's mm-hmm. a unique global initiative that kicks off Autism Awareness Month and helps raise awareness about autism. Now, just in case people don't know, because we hear that word often, but what is it? Autism really is just a general term to use to describe a group of complex developmental brain disorders. They're caused by a combination of genes and environmental influences. Okay, so that is what autism is. They're characterized by social and behavioral challenges as well as repetitious behavior. Right now, currently, we're about one in every 50 children in the United States are on the autism spectrum, which is a 1,000% increase in the past 40 years that is only partly explained by the improved diagnosis, right? It's the fastest-growing developmental disability it now wow. has, uh, it is more than double the combined uh, cost of strokes and diabetes, okay? So Goodness. 2.5 million Americans live with an autism disorder. Autism in the U.S. has increased by 119.4% from 2000 to 2012. You heard what I said, 2012. So those, Wow, that's a big number. Say that number again, Aluth. What What was the number again? One hundred and nineteen point four percent increase. Wow. And That's just, a lot. so it's grow and it's continually growing and they're coming out with new <clears throat> statistics soon. Georgia happens to actually be one of the higher uh, the states with higher rates of autism. They don't exactly know why, but there's twelve states that have higher incidence of autism and uh, Georgia happens to be one of them which is really challenging considering that uh, Georgia is also on the bottom of the list when it comes to mental health services. That's one of the huge reasons why I am pushing for more advocacy, more education about autism. The thing is, is that with autism, the earlier that children are diagnosed, the better the outcome is. Um, And that is the problem, is that parents uh, do not have access to early intervention information. Uh, There's a lot of denial in our communities, but, again, we want to get it out there that the earlier they're diagnosed, the better the outcome. Um, The other reason for, you know, putting awareness on on autism is that you have to consider that parents and families with children on the spectrum – have a higher degree of stress than even our veterans and our military, which we already know is at a high rate. But considering that often one parent has to stay at home, one parent has to work, the cost for autism therapies is outrageous, and currently waiting lists for services are several years long. Uh, I'm currently on one waiting list for eight years, I'm on another waiting list for four years. I did state that I was a grandmother. Now, so 
have a lot of grandparents that are raising their grandchildren, but think about the grandparent that is raising an autistic child who perhaps has behavioral issues, perhaps has uh, can't use the restroom, and they're 19, 20 years old. There's concerns for their future. Right now they're looking at over 500,000 autistic adults without housing by the year 2015. Not mm. far away. Not far away. And so with all these challenges, I constantly want to tell the community that this is a community problem. Um, I it is. If someone in your family has a child, raising a child with autism, then you need to support. There is such a lack of support from the community and families. They simply want to step away. But I didn't think that autism, I didn't think about autism either until it knocked on my door. But right now it's knocking on everyone's door. It seems like everyone I know has someone in their family who is on the spectrum. And and it's just like Sterling said just a few minutes ago that somebody, you know, that he knows and hopefully they're listening to get some insight from you that, you know, you, you, you wonder about the behavior of a child and, you know, you have so many people, family, you know, and some of us have, may have even said before we understood, that child is so bad. I never, I, I try never to say a child is bad, but I will say he's acting bad or she's acting, you know, a little strange or something about that child is not quite right, don't know what it is. And as, as we are learning from parents like you, from advocates like you, um, and just getting more information about autism, boom, there it is. That child has been diagnosed or misdiagnosed a lot of times uh, that has autism. And like Sterling said, hey, I have a friend or, you know, my niece's son was diagnosed with autism. And it's right on that borderline of the children having ADD or having ADHD. And then after further testing and watching the behavior, you find out, no, they actually do have autism. So we need yes. people like you and Luke to tell and us what that is, to tell us how to deal with it. We are even challenged with our doctors oh. minimizing behaviors or suspicions that parents have. And so, mm-hmm. therefore, the parent mm-hmm. moves forward, and before you know it, that window, which is the most important window, has passed. And now the challenges become more extreme. So that's right important for people in the community when a child is jumping up and down holding their ears the sensitivities they have to noise the sensitivity they have to too many people in the room uh, all types of sensitivities that people don't understand that this is why they flap this is why they hold their ears they also have no social uh, skills So they might stand Mm -hmm. very close behind you in a line at the supermarket. So it helps that the community understands and recognizes autism in order to help the parents and families that are challenged with bringing their children out to public. In churches, Mm -hmm. we have Mm -hmm. a huge community that are looking for churches. There are no, there are very, very few churches that are looking at the autism community to accommodate. These parents are needing help spiritual help, you know, they are needing a family. And so, unfortunately, because there's no accommodations for these children or understanding, uh, you can't just put them in a special needs classroom because, because they have other challenges that are different. 
that are difficult to deal with for the for the regular person to deal with. So again, Autism Awareness Month is about learning what is autism, what are the behaviors, and also to provide parents. There's so many parents that don't know what to do next. They don't, they right. don't have the time. They're changing diapers. They're chasing them down the street. They're holding them down. They're they're trying to maintain a diet. They're trying to shove medication down. There are so many challenges that come with with these children that they have very little time for sleep. These children do not sleep well, so parents are often without sleep. So the idea of sitting for hours through a computer, calling agencies, trying to figure out what's next is can be a nightmare. So my mission is to continue to offer this information on my Instagram and my Facebook, which you can reach me at Anthony's Voice ASD and on Instagram or Facebook, and Anthony's being spelled A-N-T-H-O-N-I-E, so it's Anthony's Voice ASD. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook where I will continue to post events that are going on throughout our city. I will continue to post research that is being done. You can also contact me personally, and in case you have a question or, or want to, some direction, I can at least help, and if I can't help, I will look and find someone that can help you. But we need to help these families. I have a family right now who is dealing with a child that is beating her, is putting Battle on walls, and um, she is despaired for help on all types of waiting lists. Her family has backed away. Now, you might not want to deal with these kids physically on one-on-one, but you can help your families by saying, "Can I pay for one of your for one of your therapies? Can I help with a fundraiser? Can I give you some respite?" You find a way to support our families. Don't walk away. Because so many of our families that I speak to have had their, they become my family because their families have walked away, unable to handle the challenges. And if you think you're unable to handle, imagine. I didn't expect autism. Life, you know, know no matter what's going on, autism still continues. Exactly. You know what I wanted to say, um, first of all, we love you. And second of all, we commend yeah. you, um, not in an egotistical way, not in a look at Elude. She's so wonderful kind of way, but, but in honesty, you are. Because like you just said, so many families, and I'm going to talk about, about the, the sad part and the truthful part. So many people walk away because, honestly, they don't know how to handle it. They don't know how to handle the additional stress. They don't know how to handle the denial, 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 the lack of funding, the lack of resources, the lack of being able to talk honestly and say, I don't want to deal with my autistic child today. Yeah. Um, you know, and not being able to have a shoulder or an ear that will allow you that truth oftentimes makes you as a parent, as a grandparent, walk away. It makes you say, I have to institutionalize my child because I cannot deal with this because I don't have a support system anywhere, funding, a shoulder, a loved one. A lot of people get divorced, high rates of divorce when when a child has been diagnosed with autism. Yeah. Why don't you 
siblings because siblings are being neglected. So whatever issues exactly. they're having, exactly. they're not being addressed because the parent cannot, when I tell you cannot, do everything. And you That's try fine. your best, but we are in need of support of the siblings, not just the right. children on the spectrum. And like you said, marriages. Marriages yeah. are, are divorces high because there's barely any time for you to take a bath or, or to do those things that seem just ABC to everyone else. It is a That's very right. fun journey. It's yes. a stressful journey, and I, I and watch. I want to, I want to ask, I want to ask, and this is great. I want to <laughs> ask as many people that's listening to this. So, if you want to take part in the conversation, if you hit the one on your keypad, and we can bring you in to, you know, ask questions. If you have something that you'd like to actually lose, um, it's for yourself or a friend. It's fine. Um, and we do have someone that has uh, requested to speak. If you would, share us your name and tell us where you're calling from. Thank you for calling Loudmouth. Caller, is you're live. Aquarius Matthews? Yes. Hey. Good hi, everybody. morning. Hi. Good morning. morning. <laughs> Aquarius, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. Awesome guys! Look, our, our radio network has yet to uh, to speak to this divine this divine being, but welcome to our our morning fantastic Fridays, and we're talking about autism. And do you have something you'd like to contribute to the conversation? Um, yeah, this is so weird. This is definitely a five club thing. Um, the, today's energy is kind of. <laughs> um, I was listening in on um, the conversation. About autism, and I actually do have a child on the autistic uh, autism spectrum. Um, unfortunately, he's older; he's like 19, and I think we were uh, down in Georgia at the time when he was little, so he he was never diagnosed. Um, and I know over the years, due to his behavior and some of the things that he's experienced, that I pretty much figured it out that he was, you know, mildly autistic. Um, Unfortunately, he's 19 now, um, and now he's kind of caught in the middle, in between worlds. He's now trying to get out on his own, and it's difficult. And um, some of his behavior, he doesn't even know how to handle his own behavior. Um, So, you know, I can see how how important it is really to... um, have it addressed at a young age so that they can, um, you know, be supported through school because he didn't have that kind of support. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm, I'm glad Thank you for sharing There's two, I want to share that there are, I am supporting two agencies, two groups. One is uh, Hope Park in Georgia, and basically they're, they just got donated 21 acres of land to create a community uh, where older, as you know, from teens on up, um, I think they're doing it up to 26, will be able to learn life skills and to address a lot of the oh, things geez. that weren't addressed when oh, they were young. I need that information. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, there's, also, there's also two new schools that also have uh, are, are catering to our teens and young adults and they have a young man there that's 26 years old, right? How long is he going to be there? We don't know. 
But basically, it is for autistic young adults, and they're trying, again, life skills and to go back, go back and go and address some of the learning dis- disabilities because autism is so such an epidemic now. Of course, we've got more research. We're getting more things, which we have to be careful about that also. But um, at least there is now more awareness of that. So um, my future vision is to also be able to purchase land with some investors and create a community where they can live, uh, have their own garden, ride horses, do their work in their own stores. And so, yes, to be integrated in our community, but also have a place they can call their own, where they kind of similar to a senior community type of thing. And uh-huh. um, there are several places. Yes. I know in Texas they opened up one of those. And also in California they've opened up a couple. So we are definitely on that role. I have a few uh, friends who have adult children. They just got on the oil. I know you know the whole cannabis uh, complaint, but, you know, they were dealing with seizures for years before they're finally getting some relief. But again, I'm I, my heart goes out to uh, parents who have who have older children who have been doing this quite a lot longer than I have, by sure, but without any of the assistance and any of the information that they currently have. So um, definitely keep in contact because uh, we're not just looking. The early intervention is what we're getting the word out. We need to do early intervention, but we also need to focus on parents right now that are going through it. They're raising money for research, but we need them to raise money for these therapies. So, yes, thank you for the research. But we also want money for the um, – because we have so much money and so many fundraisers going for all this research, which is great. But meanwhile, right. parents are drowning. Children are – the, the depression rate amongst autistic young adults is extreme. Do you know that they have a high suicide rate? They have high depression. Not the parents. We're not talking about mm-hmm. We're talking exactly. about the yeah. yeah. That's from depression, uh, and I've been trying to address that. Um, he he gets frustrated. I mean, he's brilliant. He's a brilliant kid, but when he um, you know can't function, he gets very very frustrated, and you know has to, he suffers from depression and has talked about suicide and a lot of other things. So yeah, it's that's, very that's, very high. No one speaks about that, but there is a very high depression rate amongst our young adults because they get it. You know, perhaps they can't get past their behavior, but they get what's going on. They know they're different. And so, again, my heart goes out to you. I definitely understand. We have, I also am looking at uh, bringing a lot of information about trust funds and insurance. Why? We're not going to live forever, and no one's going to take care of our children without Right. Who's going to step in? So that's, mm-hmm. And that's a huge concern for a lot of us. It's like, okay, we're learning one thing every year, one. Before you know it, it's going to outlive us. And so then what happens? And so we are working. There's so many areas, the housing, the future, insurance, as well as schooling appropriate for our children. Not public schools that don't have an autism uh, classroom because our children are often in special needs classrooms, but they need to be separated into classroom A and classroom B, you know, because we have mm-hmm. different challenges that are not being addressed when teachers have to change diapers and do other things. And, right. and, then, also, and then you have the teachers that don't want their babysitting. They're not educating. They're not, you know, working with the child's 
skills and and treating them like they, you know, you just said that he's brilliant. My son is brilliant. You know, these are not dumb kids. They are kids that have learning disabilities and learning achievements. But if we as teachers um, are not tapping into them as an individual, not the clump, not the let me put them all in one room and, and, you know, and they have autism, but each child has, you know, their own independent way of, of functioning. And we, you know, and they're not addressing that. Yeah. This is why we're looking at autism schools, not because we just don't want to be public, but because just like you said, my grandson is being, being babysat, and a lot of my parents tell me that they're the ones teaching the teachers. We're fighting counties to protect, uh, let the teachers go back to school to really study autism because often uh, people that have been in the special uh, needs industry are saying, well, we know special needs. Well, no. Parents who have been dealing with autism forever don't know it. You need to go back to school and get certified to teach children on the spectrum. That is not happening. It is not happening. Our teachers are overwhelmed with our kids. They basically, like you said, they want to put them in a classroom where just keep them safe. That's not helping us. We need to do it as a team. This is the new consumer. You know, stores need to be aware. That's why Target is on board. Toys R Us is on board. Legos is on mm-hmm. board. Because, of course, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're recognizing we have a large consumer in the autistic uh, community. You know, a large mm-hmm. consumer. So that's another area. But Just um, the electronics I, alone that the kids are more drawn to. Yeah, yeah. and I was better. about to say the same With, thing about Legos, too. Yes, Legos and drawings. So they're brilliant children that really are bringing, oh, God, they're bringing music and art back to our lives. They really are. They're making us stop from the whirlwind of what we think is important and back to humanity because that's what it's really about, humanity, being kind, the things that we speak of. Autism challenges to be that. Patience, oh, you meet an autistic parent and you meet patience. You're going to have to have some patience. You're going to Mm -hmm. have to to, uh, 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 figure out how to have joy in every moment. Then there Mm -hmm. are days. I'm going to be honest. Everyone gives me a big old clapping and hand clapping, but they haven't seen me on days where I'm just slobbering and crying and resentful, angry. And mad. And and mad. And not at him. It's a lack of. I can do it myself if I could take him to the right school. I can do it myself if I could take him to the right therapist or the right program, mm-hmm. but if mm-hmm. there's no a waiting list. Or the right do? nutritionist that won't charge you $17 million oh, we don't so your child can eat properly. Yeah, we, yeah, we want to talk about that. Yeah, we do. We want to talk about that most of our children have uh, digestive problems. They're not able to digest things right. They're also very affected by the um, things that we take for granted that we shouldn't be eating anyway. But a lot of them are gluten-free, lactose-free, no nitrates, no GMO, no color, no this. Do you know that I have never been so broke until I met autism when it came to grocery shopping? Yes. Um, you have to read every label. So a lot of us, even though gluten-free might be a better diet for your child, a lot of our communities cannot afford it. 
They have other That's children. The they don't, can't afford mm-hmm. it. They're not familiar mm-hmm. with it. That's why awareness is important, is to teach. Why is gluten-free important for our children? Why is, you know, why are these things important? So we're not just talking about schooling, nutrition. Uh, we're also not talking about the dual diagnosis. We're not mm-hmm. talking about bipolar. How about the bipolar? That's autism? right. We right. forgot about that one. How about the Down mm-hmm. syndrome autism child? Mm-hmm. How about, so we have dual diagnosis children. So it has doubled the, the challenges and stress for uh, special needs parents have even doubled when you have dual diagnosis. A lot mm-hmm. of them not able to, you have, they need diapers. How about the cost of diapers? You're talking about diapers for a 19-year-old, a 20-year-old, mm-hmm. a 25-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, I think this is such an important community topic, a community concern, something that we all need to be aware of and become familiarized mm-hmm. with it. Please go to my Facebook and Instagram, read about it, learn about it, learn how you can support the autism community because it is our family. And you know what? I know we have to go to a commercial break, but I do, and Luke, if you have just a few more minutes, I want to address something. I used to work with, um, I used to cut the hair for an autistic group home in Illinois. And um, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, we're talking about the spectrum, and I think a lot of people don't really even understand what the spectrum means. So I would love for you to define that. But I also wanted to tap in on the levels in that spectrum because you have a lot of people that are high functioning with autism and people don't realize that they still do have autism and things that things that they are um, capable and non-capable of doing. So, Sunny, I know we, we're going to break on that. Yes, we are. And thank you guys. <laughs> I was like, I do we have a producer? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm, I'm actually here. Yeah. I know we've all been listening and, uh, um, Aluth, I think you did a wonderful job addressing a few things. So we'll we'll hit a commercial break because we still have plenty of people that are still listening. In. We'll be right back on Live Mouth Radio. Thank you. American Liquidators of Georgia is a family-owned and operated 15,000-square-foot liquidation warehouse featuring the best selection for your home improvement and home decor needs. Offering incredible discounts on forward blinds, lighting fixtures, bathtubs, and vanities, ceiling fans, interior and exterior doors, curtains, and so much more. We're conveniently located at 3496 Highway 42 in Stockbridge, Georgia. We're open to the public Thursday through Sunday. Like us on Facebook at American Liquidators of GA, Inc. It takes great content and the right media branding mix to deliver a great service. Here at Loudmouth Radio Network, we intend on doing both and exceeding our own expectations. Advertising on LoudmouthRadio.com provides you a cost-effective vehicle to brand your business repeatedly, providing you packages that consistently announce your business without breaking the bank. Despite the traditional high price tag that traditional radio brings, it makes sense to become a media partner with Loudmouth Radio that provides you an already built-in multimedia campaign to push your brand out. Make sure you contact us today, and any of our specialists with Loudmouth Media Brand will be able to help you get out further. Contact us today at 706 763-3895. And don't forget, visit us online at loudmouthradio.com. All right, and we are back. And prior to the break, we just had a great, great conversation talking about autism with our special guest, Ms. Aluth Espinosa, has had an opportunity to really enlighten us. 
Yeah, yes. with her with her foundation, um, Anthony's voice, and it's really uh, the voice of Anthony. She has become his voice um, as he is nonverbal. Uh, before we went on the break, we were talking about several things, but I mentioned the spectrum and what that you know, because we hear, as Lou said earlier, we we hear autism. We are starting to see more um, commercials, more awareness plugs, but it's many things that we are so still in, um, no pun intended, but we're in the blue about. And so yeah. what what is the spectrum? And then I'll, I'll tell you about the group home that I, I worked with. Okay, like you said, um, there are many levels of spectrum. Unfortunately, I don't know whether it's to our benefit that we've come up with high functioning and low functioning. Mm-hmm. Often the mm-hmm. artistic... Uh, uh, child or young adult is considered low functioning because they are nonverbal or mm-hmm. they have mm-hmm. intellectual disabilities. But often our nonverbals are considered into ha- having intellectual issues, but it's only because they're not a they don't have a communication system in which they can learn. But here's wow. the problem. High functioning, you have a lot of individuals that are um can talk perfectly. They are very brilliant. Remember, they can mm-hmm. tell you solar system and all of these types of things. And often they have it even a little bit more harder than the low functioning because you look at them, they talk well, they they look fine, nothing's wrong with them, but they still have all of, they have social disorder, um, they have uh, uh Social disorder is huge because they don't know how to interact with others in a, in a manner that this society accepts, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You can have children that, um, let me see, a lot of them have problem behaviors. A lot of that also comes from, they can have a stomachache, but if they can't uh, tell you they have but a stomachache, they can't tell you, right. They are- it's going to fall out. I remember the doctor asking me, so what do you do when Anthony has a headache or a stomachache? And I, I looked at him and tears just came in my eyes because I wondered how many times I had one of his meltdowns was simply that he was in pain. You know, right. so if you right. have meltdowns that are considered look like tantrums, right? Um, mm-hmm. They can have tantrums 12, 14 times a day or once a month. The tantrums mm-hmm. are usually triggered by a sensitivity issue or by someone not dealing with them in, a, in an appropriate manner, teachers uh, being demanding, they don't do well with those types of things. They also don't sleep well. So I can imagine that lack of sleep. There are children that go to sleep at 4 and up at 6. Anthony is up every day by 5.30, no matter mm-hmm. what time he So I'm sure that the lack of sleep also contributes to the tantrums. And they also are very sensitive to the energy because they have to learn how to communicate with their environment. So if they feel that you're tense and anxious and all of that, that makes them tense and anxious. And then you add some kind of another trigger and boom, there goes a meltdown. Now, there are just kind of like all of the other mental illnesses, like bipolar, you have different degrees, right? Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. different autism. That's why they call it the spectrum. But I'm kind of concerned that we're saying that, oh, well, there's so many different types of 
autism on the spectrum that there's only a few that have those meltdowns, only a few parents that are dealing with those challenges, when in fact that's not true. Yes, we have functioning, well-functioning autistic adults that are doing fine. You know, they have a few issues with socialization. They have some digestive, you know, digestive issues. They have um, uh, difficulty with emotions, you know, expressing emotions, things of nature. But we still have a large part of, of the families on the spectrum that are dealing with the meltdowns, the digestive, um, all those types of things, as well as skin disorders um, and those types of things. So that, that's, that's the thing on the spectrum. Again, it's a large spectrum, but, again, you don't want to minimize that there, a large portion of those uh, individuals on that spectrum are in extreme need of behavioral um, and uh, nutritional uh, and psychological intervention. So, Thank Luz, you I was so going to ask a question. Um, how, how long have you been aware of uh, Anthony's diagnosis total? Well, total let me tell now? you, Anthony, Anthony was born in 2001, and by he was fine, a normal baby, and around three years old, there were some things that were not normal, like him not speaking. Or um, he just didn't say dada, mama, the regular things that or ask for juice and things of that nature. Um, he wasn't warm, was not warm at all as far as picking him up. He was when he was a little baby, when he was a year old mm-hmm. or two years But once he got three, he began to totally seem to disappear into his own world. Um, his parents were in complete denial. No, we have uh, slow speakers. He's now four. No, we have slow mm-hmm. speakers. We, he's now five. Mm-hmm. So they, mm-hmm. they put him in regular school, and the teacher said he just sat in a corner. He just sat in a corner. Well, I uh, got custody of Anthony when he was seven. By the time Anthony was seven, there was no denial at that point that he was autistic. I took him to his doctor, and the doctor said I told the parents that I suspected autism, but was they didn't take that into account. By the time I got him, Anthony was probably 12 to 14 meltdowns a day. He would jump out the car. I had to tie him in the car. He would climb wow. any tree. He would, uh, I had to put locks on all windows and doors because if he got out, then who knows where he would end up, which brings me to the children that are most, a lot of our children need swimming because they're drowning. They're running away and they're mm. drowning. We need system because they're running away. They don't know their name, their address, their phone number, anything. So we try to keep things on them. Some of them, my, my grandson in particular, doesn't want the bracelet, doesn't want this, doesn't want that. So I'm on a search for a GPS system like Angel Sense that will work. So in case he has a meltdown and runs away, that we're able to track him instead of having police helicopters uh, going all over the place looking for them. And they hide. So um, mm-hmm. Anthony would take him to the park, and he would climb the tallest tree, and the parents would just shake their head and say, look at that grandmother, letting her grandson right. climb that tree and stand oh, like exactly. that. He would, exactly. Well, he would go into the supermarket, and I would be, I literally had to sit on the supermarket floor and hold him, calming him down while he just wrecked the whole aisle. And you could see parent people looking at you and say, what a horrible child. Um Again, from the minute he walked in, he probably was hearing the cash registers and all this stuff. But I didn't know any of that. 
All I knew is that he had something called autism, and Lord mm-hmm. Jesus, I couldn't make him eat anything. I couldn't give him a bath. I had to bathe him in his clothes, and he would fight me. He would, uh, it was a nightmare. And then I said, well, I could sit here and cry about it, or I can begin to do some research. And I started researching parents that had had success with their children who had some of the same uh, behaviors. Um, again, running away is a big thing, uh, breaking, it's in the middle of the night, they're going to leave the house, you know, and you don't even know. So a lot of parents aren't getting sleep. Um, getting him to eat, it took years for me to get him to eat. He still won't do soup, anything liquid, grits because of their texture, peculiar. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they, mm-hmm. they have a thing about texture. I have uh, a family right now who's trying to do insure. Her child is 89 pounds, but she's supposed to be, she's 14. Um, she's not eating. And she takes the insurance, no. she just throws it at her mother. So what do you do? Um, so, again, when I got them, I, I was filled with all these challenges. I was despaired. I didn't know. I couldn't work. Where was I going to work? All of a sudden, I was uh, draining my 401K, my savings, everything just to support us until I could figure out how I was going to, to, to move forward in life with Anthony. So it's taken a while. We've, uh, we did uh, jumping on trampolines in order to satisfy that need for him to be in high places, going rock climbing. So instead of fighting his issues, I began to join them. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. I started, uh, uh, he he loved to just lay out in the cement and watch the sky. So uh, I have to tell you this quick story. Every day he'd go out there for hours and just lay on the ground and just watch the sky. So finally I started going out there and laying with him, which wasn't easy because we're not used to staying still. So especially right. when I'm just sitting there like, Lord Jesus. But anyway. I've got, so got so much to do. I've got so much to do. After a couple of months, one day he touched me as he walked to go outside, and I cried because I knew he was inviting me to come outside. And that was our first interaction, our first connection. But before that, we had no connection, no understanding of each other. It was, uh, yeah, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. And I have parents who have two children on the spectrum. I have parents mm-hmm. who kids mm-hmm. have not improved. So uh, for Anthony, fortunately, vitamin therapy, gluten-free, lactose-free has definitely improved his health, um, his, a lot of the health issues that he was having. He no longer has. We still have no and he's an amazing. He's an amazing artist. Oh, I mean, oh he's, he's incredible. When Anthony I tell you, incredible. he would draw exactly what he sees. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Anthony is probably an architect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Most of these I think kids you could, are. I think you could design a skyscraper, like seriously. Most of the, you know what? That's the that's the part that I wanted to say, is you know when we tap in, they may not be able to necessarily function like some of us, and and you oh. know and communicate mm-hmm. it the same way. But when you pay attention to them. Not how we want them to be. Like, you know, Luther saying, I had to watch him. I had to figure him out. And there's still no, well, I figured it out and that's it. Because, because their brains are on, you know, a fast track. They are 
they're like some of these um some of these sci-fi shows that we see, yeah. when you yeah. see the eyes blinking and snapping and they're capturing a picture and they're moving and this and that and this and that and this and that, now you just speed that up to that's a brain. That's their minds moving. We are in no way able, unless we have those kind of mindsets, to to catch up to where they are. And so imagine, yes. you yes. know, imagine if you yes. will... I'm going 200,000 miles per hour. You're doing 85. And you're telling me, no, slow down when I can't. And I'm frustrated telling you, trying to tell you I can't, but I can't communicate to you I can't. Exactly. Okay? So, it so it's a constant. It it's constant. Exactly. Yeah, so it's constant. Anthony, I want to say that although he was challenging and continues to be challenging, I'm going to say this. More than that, he has increased my life. The autism Mm -hmm. community is here to increase the society, to reconnect Mm -hmm. us and to be introduced to some brilliant and a different way of thinking. You know, we're so conditioned to be in the same, same way that we've always been. Autism is saying it's time for a new change. And Mm -hmm. I'm telling you that this new consumer, this new person is going to bring such new flowers to this society. I'm telling you, because, again, at first I, I, I resented it. There was resentment. There was angry. There was all that, all that. But, Mm-hmm. Now I can say, boy, am I so much better. I'm so increased. My mind, the way I look at others, the way I see things has increased by the fact that I had to study and watch him as a human being outside mm-hmm. of myself. None of my, with none of my, uh, what would you say, conditions or, uh, or preconceived ideas of social oh, behavior. Right. That's, exactly That's exactly it. That's exactly it. And so, uh, again, I'm telling society that this is not I, – I, it's a problem because we don't have services in place. But there, is, the a payback, there is a reward that will come from it. Um, if not, if we don't address it, we're going to be dealing – okay, parents are going to pass, and these autistic adults uh-huh. are still going to be here. And if we don't have housing, you think homeless is bad now? If you think group homes are bad now? You think abuse mm-hmm. is bad now? Mm-hmm. You wait till then. So yeah, and see, and that's what that that's the thing that I wanted to say. The group home that I work with um, in Illinois, I used to go and cut um, hair, and so and that's a challenge in itself by these um, young people. And I I cut, you know, I had some older adults with autism that had become wards of the state because they had no family. Family had died off. So they were in their 50s and 60s. Excuse me, yes. pardon me. They were in their 50s and 60s with no family that either wanted them or their family members had passed. And so, you know, simple things like going to get a haircut, unless you have a hairstylist or, you know, a cosmetologist or barber that has been, either exposed or specifically trained, it is a challenge it to just cut their hair, to just that cut is what their hair. what all about. Yeah. Get, yeah. get retailers, get service people 
to come out. Um, um, like I said, on my Instagram and on my Facebook, I will mm-hmm. be posting events mm-hmm. where I will be providing information. You'll be able to speak to others because I have a, a, a group of, of families that are ready to talk about it, ready to help. And so we will have those events. Um, I want to remind everyone that on April 2nd, uh, please purchase your blue light bulbs and light it blue in in uh, uh, form and wear light blue. So yeah, light awareness. So make sure that you pick up your lighted blue um, your blue light bulbs, and we will have them available. And again, um, just look go on our Facebook, Instagram, Anthony's Voice ASD, and so that you know where you can obtain those. But that is and spell what, Anthony uh, again. Blue spell Anthony. Spell Anthony again so that they know. Yes, and Anthony is spelled A-N-T-H-O-N-I-E, Anthony's voice, A-S-D. A-S-D standing for Autism Spectrum Disorders. And so Mm -hmm. that is what Lighted Blue is about, just what you said. To help those, how can we help? Well, let us us guide you on how you can help us. And in the same token, we're helping you. We will increase your business. But there is a huge consumer that is just waiting to, to for services, but we can't. We don't have anywhere to go, and we need mm-hmm. these services. So we will tell you how you we, churches. We have a free group that comes in and trains a, a church group to run an autism classroom, so that you can bring families out. There are so many families that are isolated. You're not even seeing a portion. So many of my friends um, that I call family are in the home all weekend long. They do not come out. They not they do not want to deal with the stores. They do not want to they don't have a church to go to. They don't want to look at the be concerned with the stairs. Um uh, people will stare at you and call you all kind of names. It's amazing what people how unkind people can be. So again, mm-hmm. autism is bringing kindness and humanity back. And that's and, what and I know we're I know we're about to Sorry, darling. I know we're about yeah. to close, but I wanted you to to briefly see when we get because we've had several shows on autism, and we have been so blessed to have informative parents. And it had, every one of our shows has been from the inside. And I think maybe we even during the month of April, uh, producer Sunny, we we need to have an informative um, and productive healthcare person to come on and talk, Um, but we've been very blessed to have the parents who are involved with their children and researching programs with their children to come on the show. So, but I wanted wanted to say, you know, and Luke started the show saying that Georgia has a very, very high um, increase in children that have autism or families that are are living with autistic um, family members. But I wanted to, to say that places like California, um, and Luke, I know you lived in California previously, have better programming so you don't have as much stressful places to be and, and, and situations because the resources are made available. So it's not that states can't because you have an example of states that do. So just yeah. briefly – you know, on that because some people may want to relocate and and not know where they can go to get a little bit better help. 
Absolutely. California, of course, I know firsthand that California is definitely on the one of the states in the forefront. They have regional centers where you can contact and get information on all programs versus what we do here in Georgia, which is go to this program, and they might tell us about that program, and you might meet a parent who tells you about this program. So California mm-hmm. is on the forefront. Uh, Florida it also has some very uh, supportive programs, as well as New York. Um, you wouldn't think so, but they, they definitely also have uh, some great programs. Texas parents have really stepped up, and so I'm seeing a lot of services come out of Texas. Um, again, um, I'm sure there are other states, and we'll continue to do that, and I'm glad that you're going to be bringing on some uh, uh, professionals to speak on different things because I do also have a individual who has a child on the spectrum who works with um, getting rights for parents in the school system and how do you get access to these services. I have another one who's an, a, an attorney who does trust and wills. So important, so important for our community, trust and wills. Not when they get older, right now. The right now, because you never know. Life is precarious. You never know when yeah. when it's our time is up, right? And so exactly. I am excited that they're going to be bringing on more professionals because this is an important topic, a community concern that needs to continue to go out there. Um, I'm looking forward to a lot of uh, information being poured out into the community this month, Light at Blue Month. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And, Lou, thank you so much. You no, know, well, let, let me tell you, this woman – this this is a super hero. So for her to have thirty minutes in a day, y'all, I'm so you know we're we're blessed to call her friend. We're blessed to um, have spent time with Anthony. Anthony made me the most beautiful um, mm-hmm. Christmas gift. He you know he and I know Luke let him know I love peppermints. Auntie loves peppermints. And he made me a peppermint, and I love mugs. He made me a peppermint ball that sat on. I still have it at home. Well, I ate all the peppermints. I'm going to tell the truth. But my mug is at home that he gave me that he made. And it was just absolute. And I was brought to tears. I literally was brought to tears because it came from him. And, you know, when I see him in his in his limited verbal abilities, I get to say, hi, Anthony. I get to say, how was your day? And and mm-hmm. understand him for where he is. And so, yeah. but, but for a loop to have an hour in a day, honestly, guys, <laughs> it is a miracle, yeah. this, this superwoman. Um, and God continues to give her strength and continues to bless her to do the things that she does, not only for Anthony, but for so many other families um, that are facing this challenge daily, and for so many of us that she wants to bring the awareness to so we can not only better assist Anthony and her, but, you know, just in coming in contact with so many other families that really have no clue. So we honor you and appreciate you so very much, so very much. Um, I want to give you're welcome, honey. I want to give shouts out to Pat Chin, who was our first mom that came on our show. Um, I think it's been about two, maybe three years ago. And Jasmine, um, we have Tiffany a caller. Brantley. I was trying to. Okay. I was okay. To and we have CDC. A Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Caller, you're live. Caller, you're welcome. 
Oh, I just wanted to say this is a great show. This is Deborah from Atlanta. Hi, Deborah from Atlanta. Hey, Deb. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) y'all. Deborah's another volunteer. Oh, and Deborah's going to be working with the Luth as well. I'm so glad you uh, called on the show. She is. Um, one of our For Work to Action um, members, volunteers, everything uh, that we need to have done. And so she's going to be working uh, right along with us um, with Eluth and Anthony's Voice. And Deborah works with um, dis- disabled veterans. And a lot of those disabled veterans are on those borderlines. And so it's very similar to any mental illness, especially even autism. So she's right there, very caring and very capable of of doing the things that Eluth needs extra like ten thousand hands oh, in yes, the program. And, <laughs> and and Deborah has said, I'm ready, I'm ready and so I'm so glad you called in Deb. Yeah, I'm just when Sunday said we're online, I was like, Okay, I'm on with y'all So I've been <laughs> listening to the whole thing and this has been a fabulous show. So I just Aww. wanted to let you guys know, uh, wonderful, great information. So thank you for all the information. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you for listening, and I absolutely look forward to working with you because, again, this is this is can't happen with one person. It's going to take the community mm-hmm. to make a difference for our families. And like she said, I, I'm putting in what I can, what time I can, which is in between taking care of him well, and running back and forth on that computer and then the phone. Yes. <laughs> so, hey, well, I guys, got the behind uh-huh. the scenes for you. So, And she does. She, she really does. Um, she, you guys are so, you know, we, we've been waiting for so long to get you two together. And I'm, I'm very glad that we're able to have a platform where you can meet, greet, learn, um, share, laugh, cry. And we do all of those things together. So, I love you guys. Thank, Thank you. you so love you much. Too. So much. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye, everybody. Bye bye, Deborah. Bye, Luke. Bye. Oh my goodness, Sunny Sterling. Thank I know you. we've all just been listening um, to okay. everything that's going on. So um, now, in Pinellas County, we also have the Pinellas Autism Organization. So if I just wanted to let the people that are in this area know that, that we do have a – so if they want to look up the exact number, is they can get that information online. Yeah, Thank you, Sterling, great, for, for that. I'm so glad that Luke said that Florida is one of the states that has a uh, a broader awareness of autism. And it's good to know what states, not to say that a state we did not mention does not. It's just that these have been kind of put up to the forefront of doing um, some some additional things that we need to have happen in the autistic community. Well, and, you know, the wonderful thing, you know, Jassy, that you and Sonny and I have always said about having loudmouth is that we get to talk about what we want to talk about. It's not a corporation telling you, Sonny, what we have to, you know, what our conversation. When we're in political times that are talking about 
is this is a real community concern that needs conversation and needs uh-huh. people uh-huh. to the information out there. Because like I like I said, I just was recently touched. My mother taught special needs children for twenty three years of my early life. Um and so the the families and the need has, has been there for so long and it's still not addressed in our society. And in these political political times when we're looking at cutbacks to social and uh, cultural uh, issues from our government, the community community and the the private sector is going to have to come in and take care. We're going to have to take care of each other. That's it. You said a mouthful with that because... We, you know, and speaking on that, because we, you know, this is a show where we talk uh, politics, as you know, and social activism, and, and Stolen is 1,000% correct with this lack of leadership in government, and, and that's the best way I can say it without, you know, going on a tangent, with the lack of leadership, recognizing um, issues and and programs that are keeping our children alive, that are assisting our families with autism, with bipolar disorder, with, uh, you know, lupus, with, you name it, we could go down the list with MS, with, you know, with so many of the things that we are facing, you have a government that is saying, well, we're going to cut that program, we're going to stop feeding that program, we're going to stop giving extra care, after-school care, playgrounds, all of the things that it takes to sustain a family with an autistic child or a child with any other mental disorder or disease, we are in a position now where we're saying, I don't care. Now we as a network, now we as the people who are involved with humanity or social activism, but we as a people, as a government, as legislation, we're saying, I just don't care. So it will take each other. It will take the private sector um, to step in while we continue on the journey and the rally for justice to, you know, to prevail. So, you know, hats off to all of us. You know, it's a pat on the back just for a second to say if you've done anything, well done. If you've, if you've done anything, well done. That's why I tell you that I feel so blessed to be with you guys on the air and and to uh, be able to help participate in your activism and the outreach that you guys do. I do such a little bit here. I wish I was closer. And as we, as you guys are able to travel back and forth between St. Pete and Atlanta, I, w- I will tell you, well, definitely I can speak for Robin. Robin and I will be there 100% for you, if not 100%. And ten percent. And I then I you know what, but Sterling, you do you you know what? Let me let me just say, and I know I'm I'm cutting you off. I'm terrible. Forgive me, but let me just give you guys kudos because, like Sunny is doing, still gray, and we you know we talk about her creativity um, being shown in the social act, her social activism being shown creatively. You do the same thing. Sterling is an amazing artist, and he's on so many art commissions and and boards and programs. And trust me, it may seem minute, but when you have a lot of artists are autistic, a lot of artists 
are those introverts that people don't want to deal with. They're so talented that it's amazing. And it is for us. Like, and I forgot the young man's name here. We went to an art gallery here. Sterling, you will lose your mind here. Um, But we went to an art gallery here, and I forgot the young man's name who was adopted from somewhere. I don't know if it seems. I'm going to get the information, and I'll post it. But he was adopted, found out he had a learning disability, and it's, it's, it's a form of autism, but it's called something else. So he had major, major learning disabilities. Well, the schools here nurtured that baby to the degree that he is now an artist. His work is amazing. He sells his art so that he's and, and then he became an advocate. So he's a leader in music and different things. And so they nurtured him well enough that he is selling his art in the gallery, and he's going to use the money to move, I believe, to Seattle to where it's a program for adults so he's able to live on his own in a community. So even though it may seem small, Sterling, it may not seem like, you know, you're out here. Everybody can't be in the trenches. We do have to have some people on the backside. We have to have a Deborah. You know, we have to have a Sterling and a Robin. That's not to say you guys don't get out and do some things. But it may not be how we're out here, but just your work alone if we didn't have those art forms, these kids, these adults are so talented. It's insane. And we get to see their beauty through you, through you saying, no, we have to have an art culture. We have to have a committee. We have to be, you know, on the forefront. So I just want to give you kudos for that because we can't downplay every single thing that makes us beautiful. We have to give kudos for it. So I just want well, to say that. Right now, I mean, I have to give, I want, when we're giving out some kudos, we're right in the middle of grant season here in grant review season in St. Petersburg. And our city is giving away over a quarter of a million dollars this year in grants to the different organizations. If they get their grants in time into the cultural affairs office for um, which way did you put it? Okay. And it's uh, for uh, this year's grant. And I will be reviewing them shortly, so over the next few weeks, and, um, and then awarding the grants for the following year. And that's an important part. The fact that the city supports the arts in St. Pete is, is huge. And they, back to where I said we're, we aren't getting the federal funding any longer. The, there's a, a very big possibility that the NEA is going to be shut down by the, you know, by our uh, number 45 and um, the orange hair dryer he is. Uh, <laughs> so it, it looks like these things, along with Meals on Wheels, when you were mentioning programs that feed the senior citizen and some of these people that can't get out, we're going to lose this federal funding. Uh, it's, it's, it's almost evident that this administration is not going to help with both cultural things and social issues. But on the other side of that, we're going to increase our military spending. So, oh, wow. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. So we have lack of leadership in the White House on a military note, but we're not going to talk about it. We're going to, cause we're going to keep it positive. <laughs> Everything's positive today. You know, I'm having a hard time keeping my mouth shut. I, you know, I know. I we, we 
Mm. I'm gonna just leave it right there. I'm gonna leave it right there because it's it's tough. I just want to get into it one more time for our listeners and the people. I want them to realize we still have tickets available. If they go on to my Facebook page, there's a question there. There's a photograph uh, that I'm oh, taking. Yeah. A and if well, they yeah, answer that. that the tickets, and we may just have another one that if they like us, all three of us, and Sonny can give all those different um, web addresses for them for the different organizations uh, and places that we want them to all like us on Facebook, then they get, somebody else can get two more tickets. We have four oh, tickets awesome. of and these are tickets to the Renaissance Festival that's going on right now in St. Petersburg. And, guys, it is so much fun. Sunny and I had an opportunity to go. We came in from Georgia and went. And I'm telling you, it's so much fun. You get to step back it in is time a and, and just, you know, but be ready for characters to walk up and ask you crazy things because they're in character the whole time. Um, yeah, it's like being so much fun. <laughs> yeah, so much fun. So you get an opportunity to win those tickets if you go to our pages, um, Sterling Loud Select, Mom Radio Sterling, Network, right, Sterling and from words to action outreach, now. right, right, right. So, so definitely do that. We had a couple of people that won tickets um, when we were in St. Pete, and they had a blast. Um, and definitely the the famous turkey legs that are bigger than your whole head and delicious. <laughs> And they have Delicious. to do it today. Don't forget, they have to do it today. They have to do it today. April Fool's Day and the second are the last days. This is a big. This is a big last weekend of it. Yeah, There'll be this is the closeout. The people there, and like I said, uh, Miss Robin and I will be making a personal appearance. It will be very easy to find me. I think I'm going on this as wears out uh, Waldo shirt. I have red and white stripes on. So, and with my round glasses, you can never miss Sterling. If if you didn't know who Sterling was, you will never ever miss Sterling. The minute you walk in. If he is even dressed in costume, you'll be like, I know you're Sterling because he's just that fabulous. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> Again with that, Jazzy, you know, it's a blessing. I have been so blessed to have, and I enjoy my life. Now, this is the big mm-hmm. thing. One, if you have a passion for what you do, which you That's ladies right. And I have a passion for what I do. I enjoy getting up every day. I thank the Lord that I, here I am on my feet, able to go out and do what I want to do and live in this. I live in paradise is how I live. St. Petersburg, yes. Florida, and Pinellas County is a paradise. You're in, you're in Hawaii. People, both uh, Florida and Hawaii, People travel all over the world to visit our paradise. That's true. That's true. We we this are at, so at home when we're in St. Petersburg just because people are, we have found. I don't know about, about anybody else's experience. Oh, y'all forgive my voice because it's still 730 in the morning, so I still have that morning, you know, sound that sexy, <laughs> raspy. At least that's what I'm going to call it. But um, our experience is that St. Petersburg has loved us. They have embraced us. And, you know, when we come, it's 
such a calm time. It's such a time of just, you know, love and peace and the beach and the wind and, you know, we have extended family. And it's just we have an awesome time when we're in St. Petersburg. And I told you, you know, Sterling always, when we're not there, makes us jealous. Oh, yeah, it's it's wet in Georgia, 60 degrees. Oh, well, it's 80 degrees here. We're laying on the beach. You know, we're, we're doing an arts festival. We're downtown. We're at the Renaissance Festival eating the, you know, ginormous turkey night. Um, but it, it's a beautiful place. It really is a beautiful place. And it's not that far from Georgia. Um, it's only seven hours drive. And if you drive ridiculously, don't do it. But if you do, you can get there quicker. Um, a lot of people have told us. But it's just a beautiful place to be. But you know what? The thing about it is. If you are alive, if you're able to walk, if you're able to eat, if you're able to love and be loved and, you know, all of those things, wherever you are should be a paradise. And sometimes we we genuinely live to be in somebody else's paradise, but somebody is living to be in our paradise because their situation is far worse or more challenging than ours. And so they look at our lives like, oh, my God, can I have your life? And then somebody else is looking at their life and saying, oh, my God, can you know, you've heard the parable, you know, I, I wanted a pair of shoes or I wanted a, a, a bike, and then I realized that the man who had legs was asking for the bike, but the man who had no legs was asking for the legs, and so it goes. And so we're all in a paradise situation, but our mindset and our circumstances will sometimes make us forget that wherever we are at that moment is a blessing for us to be alive, to to have another opportunity for better. That her and Anthony, when Anthony went, had gone and laid out in the yard and stared up mm-hmm. at the sky, that that was mm-hmm. a time they were finally able to connect. If you can just get yourself to a peaceful place and yeah. sometimes paradise, that's paradise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It is a beautiful way of, of looking at that. Guys, I love you. I've missed. You know, you know, we've been so crazy busy with, with things that really will elevate our radio network and our network as a whole, you know, including Loudmouth TV. We've been working on so many projects from behind the scenes to elevate our network more so that we are back on a regular schedule versus, you know, our tea time segments as well as our special editions. Anytime we come on our special editions and not our regular airtime, but I have missed you know, our opportunity to just connect and catch up and share loving, wonderful, sometimes tough things um, on our show. But as Sterling said, we're able to cover the things that we feel are powerful and and most important for people to know. Uh, We will be bringing some, some stories, some businesses, and information from Maui because there's a lot of things happening on this island that I believe, and Sunny also equally believes that, you know, it's important for you to know that paradise is not always just as it appears to be, but there are a lot of things that are tough things and things that should not be happening in paradise um, that we can change if we're made aware of it and that we can also um, be social activists and be compassionate humans to certain issues that are going on. So we want to bring you some information even here 
And Ma, we're going to be here for just a little bit. We have some things, um, some some important things and some fun things that are coming up. We're not going to tell you about, but we are on shoot location here in Maui for um, the the new web series that Loudmouth TV has is still gray that launched initially the pilot launch was in St. Petersburg at the Royal Theater there and um, it was just amazing reception in Florida equally as well as it was in Atlanta so we're you know we're doing some shoot location and we've already shot some scenes for up, upcoming episodes but us coming together has been amazing and I love you because I know we're um, I'm seeing hands go up from producer uh, Sunny, and uh, so we'll be ending our show very shortly here. But I love you, Sterling. I love you, everybody that came on the show, and for all of you listeners, remember that I do love mugs. I just wanted to plug that right quick. I just wanted to. Oh, <laughs> Let me say that the premiere was wonderful, and um, if, if people get a chance to make sure that they go to Loudmouth um, TV and um, watch the, the watch the first two episodes, and not that I'm in it yet, I I no, don't know. not yet. Not yet. I don't have a spot. I'm going to be written into it, but I'm sure at some point that the author <laughs> and director will. Just to get me on the end of the series. I know that I will get a pivotal role. I know it. I you know do. It. You do. We That has been since the beginning. Um, it just did, you know, because we shot in Georgia first. We ha- you, you're there. Let's just put it that way. You are so there. There is no way even ever possible that uh, you would not be in in uh, still gray, no way, absolutely no way. And you know, so the premise, so that you, so many of you know, a lot of our shooting actually will be between Florida and Georgia. Um, they're critical yeah. spaces um, to the character, to the characters um, in the show. So yeah, you definitely will. That's a must. It's already there. That's what I, said. I know that that character is being really thought out and written right now. <laughs> I can feel it in my my bones. I can feel it there. I know. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I am going to sign off because I need coffee so bad that I can. Oh, oh, by the way, on that note, did I tell y'all I love mugs? Just saying. Um, So here in in Hawaii, there is a place um, called the Mill House Roasters. Sterling, you would just. Like I still wish I could just pick you up just to come here, because it it this this whole plantation of farmland and and they're having an ag- agriculture day on Saturday that we're gonna cover uh, from the radio and and tell you all the good things that out there doing here. But they have a roaster where they actually roast the beans, make the coffee. They have antique grinders. Um, that are hanging up. Y'all know I'm going crazy. So I take my mug in every day. And the people that I told y'all, they are some of the nicest people in the entire universe. So we go in there every day. I get coffee every single day. And a lot of you have followed some of the live feeds that we've done and some of the posting that we've done on Facebook and Instagram. And we go into the coffee shop. Starbucks really has nothing. Y'all know I love Starbucks mugs. I'm going to give them the mugs, but I cannot give them the coffee. This coffee is to live for. Like, if you had a depressed day, just go smell the coffee. 
just go in there, watch them roast the beans, and watch the smiles that come on their face. I don't drink milk, but I, I do my coffee with powdered coffee, so I have, you know, I'm not going to name a, a brand because they're not paying for that advertisement. So I do uh, powdered coffee, I mean powdered creamer. And so because we've been going in there every day, they said, you know, Jazzy and Sunny, why don't you just leave your creamer here, and when you come and get your coffee, we'll just, because it's huge, it's a big one. So they take it out for me every day, do our coffee. They, they press our coffee because we get a medium roast that is, to, seriously, it is to live for. Like I wake up every day fiending to go to the coffee shop, and they are just absolutely, and Sterling, you know, it's the mountains and the beautiful, it's all the spaces oh. around that just make you, it even better. It's incredible. It's a little five, a five-pound bag of um, coffee. I was like, oh, definitely. No, you have not said anything but a word. What are yeah, they? I have one, to bring coffee. Yeah, just bring some, some coffee. Because I love coffee. You know that. I love I mean, my family owns yes. a coffee. Oh, my God. Sterling, when I say in, like, you know, guys, I don't drink alcohol by choice. I just, just because I can't. And my system does not handle it. And so when I see people doing wine tasting, Sunny's gone to you know, to the Chateau Elan there in Georgia and, and different places across, you know, international lines and had great wines and all. I can't stand the smell of it. I can't stand it in my system. It just doesn't work. But I love how you get to taste and smell it and everybody looks so blissful. And I'm sitting back like, the glasses are pretty, you know. <laughs> so when I got a chance to go into this roaster, I got a chance to smell the coffee, taste the coffee. And so that's my that's my moment and my time. And when I tell you I I can't even say enough about this place. You know, when you go into a place and you have good customer service is one thing. But when you are made to feel like family being welcomed to the breakfast table for coffee every morning, that's a whole that's on a whole nother level. And then when you have good coffee, like Excellent coffee. It's been, and then when you have the general manager Francesco from Italy, just talk to you like you know you've been friends forever. And Pamela, who's the manager there. So we have Couture, we have Tyler, Rachel, Sarah. I think I'm missing somebody that greet us every morning like we are family. That's incredible. So I'm they gonna really get do. off this. I'm gonna get off this radio line and go get my coffee. Love you guys. So much, and I love love. Well, think of you tomorrow when we're having a turkey leg. And I will think of you fondly as I try to send you a $20 pineapple through the mail. (laughs) 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 Check out um, my Sterling Powell on Facebook and get a hold of me for the Bay Area Renaissance. festival tickets and you guys bye we'll see you soon bye robin love Love you too yeah bye